Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you, like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, buddies. Like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I am it's right fine. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Selman. I took a stance here. Uh, <laughs> we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things right, Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and pizza and beer (laughs) i like those things (laughs) isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network where only the brave dare to dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Oh! Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box the is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Beer, also, okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast. Girls who like it rough. These 
shorts and shoes attached to springs Taking hoops and playing hoops and balls attached to strings This is some stuff and some things This is some stuff and some things This is stuff Welcome to Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. I'm Chewy. And I'm Ian. Hello, everybody. Uh, Hi, everyone. So I have a lot of information stuff to cover tonight, so yes. let's fucking dispense with the bullshit and get into the business and get some shit done because I have some awesome stuff. Uh, but if you are new to the podcast, welcome. Normally, we do some goofy shit up front, welcome. but not tonight because I have so much information. I'm going to try to squeeze it all in one episode. Welcome. It's like article con tonight. That's what it is. Article comes. Uh, there's a lot of articles to talk about. Um, Lots of articles to talk about. But before we get into that, we want to say hello to all you new listeners and hello again to all you returning sat cats. You may uh, start driving again. Thank you for pulling over. Um, so you, uh, there are a couple ways you can reach out to our show if you like the things that we do and you want to get involved. Uh, way number one, you can reach out to us. It's our website, stuffandthingspodcast.com. Uh, it is a Tumblr site, so you can actually follow us on Tumblr and get updates as the episodes come out. Yes. Uh, you can also reach out to us via our... Um, Via uh, social media, we do some social media platforms. Um, yes, <clears throat> you can reach out to us via uh, Twitter. We do a Twitter account at Sat Podcast. That's at S A T Podcast. You can also reach us individually for me, Ian. It's at I Reddit. That's that's. Ugh. I'm sorry. You can reach me at at I Rich. I'm so excited to get to the articles at at I Rich. That's at I R I T C H. And for Chewy, it's at Chupacabra, C-H-E-W-P-A-C-A-B-R-A. You can also reach out to us uh, on Facebook as a big thumbs up. We are also on Instagram at at Sat Podcast podcast as well. I'm so excited. I can't even speak. Uh, You can also uh, email us. Speech jammer. Stuff and things at uh, podcast at gmail.com. Stuff and things podcast at gmail.com if you'd like to email us. You can also subscribe to us via iTunes. Give us a subscribe. Get new episodes as they come out. And also check out our uh, our other homepage, uh, stuffandthingsnetwork.com, where you can uh, check out some of the other shows that we have. We have three other shows, including this one. So... Without any further ado, Chewy, how's your week been? Let me ask you that first. Let's start um, out. Let's start on a good note because it's gonna get bad. <laughs> oh, it's gonna get bad. All yeah. Right. Um, my week has been interesting. It was Fourth of July. We are yes. safe and patriotic, yes. and it was fun. And USA was, was successfully celebrated. USA, all yeah, and dude, fucking congr- Let's do this. Fucking round of applause for the women's national team winning a World Cup right here. World champions. There you go. There you go. Yes, absolutely. Everyone salute salute the ladies. They're, they they were amazing. Um, so I kind of wanted to bring something up here that I'm not going to lie. July 5th was a day where I was like feeling good because I was all like, America. Yeah, America was awesome. And then I saw a video on July 5th that made me really bummed out. Um, so I, w- I want to show you this video. I don't know if you've seen it here, Ian. Stop me if, uh, if okay. you have. Um, we don't have to watch the whole thing, but here, here's a little piece of video here. This video, I found it on the daily what that's, uh, the daily W H dot a T and it's called fail of the day. These people have no clue why we celebrate independence day. Oh no. What country famously broke away from England to start their own country in the late 1700s? I have no idea, man. I don't know. 
What are we celebrating on the 4th of July? Our independence. A little more specific. It's the day that we overtook the South. And it's the day that, um, it's our independence. It's, that's why we have the fire. From the South. From the South, exactly. So it was the victory of the Civil War? Yes. Fourth of July? Yes. The Declaration of Independence was signed by who? I don't know. Just name one person. Um, Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> oh, she, at least she has a president. I don't know. Sorry. Not, what year was that Declaration of Independence? Was it 1964? <laughs> just told her in 1776. From a certain country, which is why we celebrate Fourth of July. What country was that? I don't have no idea. You're going to be celebrating, though. Yes, yes. But you don't know what you're celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. That's tonight's homework. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Back in the late 1700s, when Jesse Ventura and John Wilkes Booth and the other founding fathers signed the Declaration <laughs> of Independence, what year was that? Exactly. Sometime in the 1700s, I'm not sure. Oh my How many God. stars on this flag? No. Uh, no. 50 something? Well, what country did we declare independence from back in the 1770s? I don't know. You don't know? No. It's kind of the reason we celebrate the 4th of July. I have no idea. No idea, but you're still going to be celebrating. I'm still going to celebrate. Well, you should have your celebration revoked. Because You're I don't know. You're not allowed to celebrate. Yeah. Because I'm banning you now from okay. celebrating. Well, July. I'm terrible. Uh, what are we yes. celebrating on the 4th of July exactly? Independence Day? From what? Specifically. From who? I don't know. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. Say Independence Day. Say when we won our independence. From? Yeah. Those countries. <laughs> you have this on camera too. <laughs> uh, name one of the founding fathers of America. <laughs> I don't want to do this. You don't know? <laughs> what year did we declare independence from Britain? 1773? Close. I don't know. Still not good, no but idea. close. Getting people's uh, thoughts on the. Um, country we broke away from when we declared independence oh, God. back in 1776. <laughs> Didn't know. America celebrates the 4th of July. Is it Independence Day when you got rid uh, read of uh, Mother England, right? Yes. <laughs> He's from Italy. This guy's from Italy. Well, uh, everybody know why we celebrate it more than America. Everybody loves to get rid of their, like, you know, like the, 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 colon, the colonizer. So it's, uh, it's always That's good. That's incredible. <laughs> it's always good. Thanks for knowing that. That's yeah. incredible, man. Have a, good one. Have a good vacation. See ya. Good Christ! Really? <laughs> right? Fuck. Oh Jesus! From we gained our independence from those countries. Oh fuck! <laughs> Jesus. 
Jesse Ventura, John Wilkes Booth, and the rest of our founding fathers. Like, seriously? Um, so, that prompted me to... In the, these, you know I can answer these questions. Okay, let's... I'll, I'll ask ask me some of those questions. So... I know that you know the answers, because you okay. love America. Well, yeah, yeah. So, you... Um, ask me some U.S. history questions well, about... Well, okay, about you, you know who we declared during the past yes. from england okay. you know when it was space england <laughs> you know what it was when 1776 it was. okay bc <laughs> when dinosaurs walked the earth <laughs> 1776 <laughs> bc <laughs> when dinosaurs, dinosaurs walked, walked the, the earth, earth. yeah <laughs> the, 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 well, the well the aliens came from space to colonize america from the dinosaurs who were here and then but they lived in Space Britain, Space Cape Britain, or Space England, as was it was. And, Spingland. Yeah, Spingland. <laughs> um, and, you know, the the indigenous people of the indigenous dinosaurs were being oppressed by them. And so we, we helped them uh, break away and uh. become our own country. Now, in 1776, we, de- we signed the Declaration of Indep- Independence, declaring our independence from England and wanna, and expressed, like, hey... Fuck your tariffs, fuck your taxes, fuck all this bullshit. We're going to be our own country and you can go fuck yourselves. It's like the ultimate fuck you day. I'm surprised yeah. America's, Americans don't love it. America, well, they, there's they nothing do. Americans they, love they more they than saying fuck you. They, they do love the day. They just don't know why. Um, but okay. Okay. So here's, so here's what I thought. Like the reason that kind of struck me is just like, oh, like normally you'd be like, you're an idiot. But it struck me because you pointed something out to me on 4th of July. Yes. And that was, you said, there's a lot of things you say about Anthony Chu, but you can't say he doesn't love America. That's true. <laughs> That's because I was dressed like an idiot in full on stars and stripes. He loves the United you States know, of America. And, um, you know. Can you, name, th- can you name a founding father who is not Ben Franklin, Kay. Thomas Jefferson, or George Washington? Um, I'm going to, oh shit. Now you're putting me on the spot. I'm going to go with John Hancock. Yes, technically okay. you're right. He did sign the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Um, he said James Madison. Yeah, he also was there. But in any case, um, Teddy the, Roosevelt. The other thing that you pointed Batman, out, <laughs> so many founding fathers. Yeah, the, the other thing that <laughs> you pointed <laughs> Uncle out, Uncle Sam. <laughs> Uncle Sam. You know, Uncle Sam was a real person. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. Um, but you said like uh, also like when we go to like Captain when we go America. to like games and stuff like that yeah. that like I'm singing all the words and even when we went recently to a to, to a baseball game, America's pastime. Not everyone was. In, not everyone even had uh, two things. Not even everyone had their uh, had known all the words as national anthem. But even more embarrassing than that, not everyone had their hand on their heart. Yeah. The other thing too is this. That At I, least do it like half acidly. I like didn't put it, it together until afterwards. We were in San Diego, a, military, a military town. town. Yeah. Yeah. Were there th- were there alternate? Like uniform is, is camouflage. You're like Navy like night yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Navy, so I was Navy just like, Navy town. that bummed me out. So I thought, all right, here's what I want to do. You've met my mom, right? Mm-hmm. She is not. She was not born in this country. No. She came to this country at a young age. Yes. Um, she came here when she was 14, and um, she actually, in order to come here, stopped going to school and never resumed going to school. So oh, she, really? I think, stopped going to school around 13 or 12 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. And, um, you know, so she came over here, like, you know, they, they applied for citizenship and they came over and, 
you know, great. So that that was mm-hmm. her, and then she basically just worked, you know. Yeah. Um, but I decided without giving her any heads up to text my mom and ask her some questions. Okay. So I asked her. Let's see. I'm, I'm gonna put put this up here. So I just asked her. Um, all right. Question: Why do we celebrate July Fourth? And she says because it's the independence, or because it, uh, it's the independence of the United States of America, right? I'm like, okay, good. What country did we get independence from? She says, England. And I say, okay. What year did we declare independence? 1776. And then I said, okay, name at least one person that signed the Declaration of Independence. Thomas Jefferson. There you go. <laughs> you there can, you go. Your mom could, because here's the thing. People who are here, I think I have the answer to this. People who are here um, that are born here didn't take all that information for granted. When, to be honest with you, that information is probably what would classify someone as a citizen. Yeah. So if those people, if fucking, if fucking uh, foreign invaders invaded our planet, they said, I'm going to kill anyone who's not an American who can answer these basic questions, a lot of those people would be fucked. Yeah. But like the, the weird I thing wouldn't is be like, fucked because I'd know all the answers. You were born here, yeah, and you know the answers. Because I was born here, and I know the answers. It's because, but it's because that information is. But then again, you and I like history. I we guess. like that shit. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't give a shit. A lot of people yeah. don't understand why history is important. I just feel like if it's like your own country, you should know like at least that stuff. You know? I don't disagree. That's um, a, that, that makes me sad. But that made me like stoked because I asked. I was like, oh, I'll text my mom. Da- I texted my dad, but then I was like, no, like of the two of my mom, and my dad, my mom would be the most likely to get the answers wrong, and she got them all right. Yep. Um, she even um, like I, she then she turned the tables and she's like, can you name the thirteen colonies? Ooh. And I was like, oh shit, I'll try. I accidentally uh, only named 12, and she was just like, you forgot one. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Is it Rhode Island? Did you forget Rhode Island? No, I actually got a few wrong. But um, uh, New York? Pencil- me- New York, Pennsylvania. New York, Pennsylvania is Virginia? Rhode Virginia, yes. Um, let's see. Some, Massachusetts? Some of them are tricky because they no longer New, New Jersey? Like, exist. In the sense that they have since turned into other states. So I'll give you credit for naming the states. Even. Maryland? Okay. Yep. So that's seven, six I got. Uh, I accidentally said Baltimore instead of Maryland. Baltimore is in yeah. Maryland. Um, New Hampshire? Okay. Yep. I don't think Maine. Wait, Maine was not. Maine yep. was? Really? Mm-hmm. Um, let's go Pretty south. Sure. Let's go south. Uh, was Georgia one of them? Yep. Um, that was the one that threw me. I was like, it didn't go that far. Georgia... So. I'm trying to think of all the other states. Was West Virginia wasn't one of them, nope. was it? No, that, that's later. Um, I got nine. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Is North and South Carolina? Are they both? North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay, so that's yeah, 10. I said... So Car- it's just Carolina yeah. at the time. Well, no. It was, it was called North-, North Carolina, Oh, which was weird. So I, I just... So I got 10. I Let's see. Which one's am I missing? Carolina. Did I say Rhode Island already? I... Let's count it. Yeah. Okay. So that's two more. You need two more. Um, what are the two that I'm missing? I forget. I look. <laughs> Those were the two that I didn't get. What were they? I can't uh, when we said Maryland, Connecticut, Connecticut. That's uh-huh. one I of them. I got that one. Connecticut Vermont. and Vermont. Yeah. yeah, those are the two. The ones that I missed was I said uh, Carolina. You watched North like, Carolina. Those aren't fucking right. Yeah. Either. <laughs> I said Carolina. Our independence from of- California. <laughs> we we yep. we invaded. I think a lot of you who live in California don't think there's any other states outside of California. Nah. They've heard of this faraway place called New York. 
<laughs> but they've never been there. <laughs> they know you Nevada. Must, you must never go there. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no. Nevada, no, they I don't, bet know, you 20 they don't bucks. know Nevada. They I, know Las Vegas. I bet you 20 bucks if you went to Las Vegas and asked people what state are they in, like point blank, five seconds, yeah. what state are you in? They'd be like, California? Yeah. <laughs> if they're from California. So? Oh, oh, from, from California? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, probably. If you, if you, like, honestly, they step out of their car and you walk up and go, excuse me, what state are you in? I bet yeah. a lot of people would say California. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's true. Or I bet, but I bet also an, an equally staggering amount would answer Las Vegas. Yeah. Ha, um, I have some other America-related okay. updates here. So um, the other thing that I wanted to uh, bring everyone up to speed on, other than just we need to be better Americans, is um, what is one of the U.S.'s favorite pastimes, especially on July 4th? There's something special that you and I discovered we were going Drinking. to- well, yeah, um, we're going to a game. causing massive auto accidents. <laughs> we're going to a game, and we playing sporting events. We're having barbecue uh, <laughs> lunch at a sit down Pizza Hut yes. one year, and then we we're like, "Holy shit!" The oh dudes? yes, I heard about this. Yeah, bested. Yeah, Matt Stoney wins Nathan's hot dog eating contest over uh, what's his name? Cherry Joey, Joey Chestnut. Chestnut. Matt Meat God Stoney. Won the 2015 very close though, Nathan's very close hot dog eating contest by beating out eight-time defending champion Joey Jaws Chestnut in the annual event. Stoney ate 62 francs and buns in 10 minutes, uh, two more than Chestnut consumed. It's pretty in close. The Coney Island tradition. It's pretty fucking close. Pretty close, but as it is, as the our clown, nations, as the clowns say, when you don't hit the hit the bell at the top, close but no cigar. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But always a clown, by the way. It's one of those things where it does affect our country greatly. That That's is true. an eight-time champion. No long, no more. Yep. No more. So there, there's that, and that's one thing. I have one more thing related mm. to America. It's not related to Independence Day at all. Okay. But in a way, it does. It's free. Okay. It's free in a way. Weed isn't just legal in Oregon. It's free. Oh, what? This was actually um, from July 1st, posted on July 1st. Okay, and it was on the Huffington Post. Uh, there's only w- wow. Okay, there's only one marijuana price tag that's legal now. Uh, that pot prohibition is over in Oregon. Free. That's right. There's still no system in place to buy or sell weed. The process that could take another year, uh, unless legislation uh, legislation passes um, that would make it legal for state medical marijuana dispensaries to sell to the public. But you can give weed away, and local groups are taking advantage of it. That's exactly what the National Organization for Reform of Marijuana Laws did as the clock struck midnight on Wednesday, handing out joints and seeds as hundreds of locals crowded Burnside Bridge, of course Burnside, (laughs) um, Burnside Bridge to celebrate marijuana legalization. It was a smoke out with a message. Legalization is so much more than being able to smoke a joint in your home without being a criminal. It is a healthcare issue. It's a tax revenue issue. It saves millions in the court system and it ends hidden costs of prosecution, which emerge uh, when someone can't get a job because there's a possession charge on their record. Shit. So, um, yeah, but they're just giving it away. They're just like, you know what? Weed for everyone. Hooray. Hooray. But that's the thing now. So that's part of America. Know your history. I bet you people will remember that. It'll be like, on July 1st, 2015, 
in in Oregon, <laughs> weed became legal. Not California. They don't recognize that state. Yeah. Um, Oregon became its own country. So, Chewy, I have some news. Speaking of America, okay, yes. speaking of the Bill of Rights, we have a lot of people. Of you know, rights. we have a Second Amendment right right now to bear arms if we need to to okay. against our enemies. Yes. Um, and a lot of people looking to revoke that. I am okay. starting to think maybe not maybe not such a good idea. This story is from uh, boingboing.net. Was given to me by a friend of the show, Mr. Ryan Roop, uh, who is our uh, who is uh, my Super Action Bros co-host and also a co-host of Four Color Commentary. I'm not going to read you the title. I'm just going to start reading the article. It hit my wife and knocked her over and punched my daughter. Okay. Said Dirk Frickman. He was referring to a 350-pound dolphin. Holy shit. That jumped aboard the family boat in Are you ready for this? Where? Dana Point Harbor, California in June. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're coming. Damn. Get our guns ready. They're coming. Shit. The deck of the boat was covered in dolphin blood, oh. and Chrissy Frickman was sent to the emergency room to treat two broken ankles. Holy fuck. The Orange County Register has the story. Orange County, by the way, this is where we live. We could go yeah. there. We could drive here in 15 minutes. Oh, my God. Chrissy, Let's not. Chrissy Let's Frickman not was. That. Here's the story. Chrissy Frickman was screaming in pain as the dolphin flopped on her legs. Ugh. Her husband pulled her out from beneath He's probably it. trying to rape her like dolphins <laughs> More do. than likely. And the family scurried around the center console toward the bow as the gravity of the boat pulled the frantic dolphin toward the back. Dirk Frickman called the Orange County Sheriff's Department Harbor Patrol on the radio. He told them he was coming in fast and to look for his boat at the mouth of the harbor. The officer, quote, came zipping out, Frickman said. He looked at the boat and said, oh, my God, I've never seen this before. Oh, my God. So they're coming to take us to Dolphin Court. Fuck. <laughs> they know. They know. They know. Oh, no. What if this guy is like, I killed him because that podcast said it was okay? Oh my god, no! <laughs> our, our worst nightmare almost came true. Shit. Um, so I have a bunch of articles. I've had these ones at night. I totally forgot that I had them. So I'm going to give you three choices, mm. and we can we can do all three. But I want to know which one you want to do first. And okay. this is the theme: the yes. theme of America. Still, uh-huh. wow. The three greatest things America does: double America, sex, uh-huh. drugs, uh-huh. or rock and roll. Ah, oh, shit. Shit. Um, ah, let's see. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Let's start with let's start with some more drugs because okay. I feel like you'd do that before the other two. So funny you say drugs. Yeah. Technically, this isn't about drugs as we know it, oh, but okay. is something that could be considered a drug in okay. a way. Uh-huh. This is from uh, iflscience.com. I fucking love science. Is this com. about how you can get <clears throat> high on nutmeg? Deadly boom slang snake venom makes you bleed from all of your orifices until you die. Oh, wait. Deadly what? <laughs> boom slang snake venom. Boom slang snake? Is yeah. That a, is that That's a type, a type of, of, snake? of snake? Boom slang snake. Yeah. Let me introduce you to the snake that reinforces the phrase, never trust a pretty face. The boom slang snake. Adding to the repertoire of shit scary snakes. <laughs> shit. Uh, de, uh typhus uh, is a swift, agile creature whose venom certain p- certainly packs a punch. Thankfully, it's shy, non-aggressive, and difficult to track down in its home of sub-Saharan Africa. But that hasn't stopped it from, uh, from rightfully earning a fearsome reputation. Boomslangs spend most of their time chilling out in trees in a variety of environments, from coastal thickets to savannas. 
These snakes exhibit sexual dimorphism, meaning that the males and females display obvious uh, morphological differences. The females are typically brown, whereas the males can display a variety of bright colors, from greens and yellows to pinkish reds. A characteristic feature of these snakes is their strikingly large eyes that take up a large portion of their heads. Youngsters are particularly beautiful because their eyes are an uh, iridescent green, but don't let those puppy dog eyes fool you. This snake will mess you up. Do you have a picture of the snake? Yes. I want to see it. Look how cute it is. Oh my god, it looks so beautiful. It's kind of adorable. Let's listen now, it'll fuck us up. <clears throat> no! For many years, it was believed that the species was harmless, but world-renowned, uh, I don't even know how I say this, herpetologist Carl P. Schmidt learned the hard <laughs> way that the snake is in fact badass. Oh Back god. in 1957, whilst examining a young boomslang, Schmidt was bitten on the thumb. Given that nobody knew these snakes were deadly, Schmidt thought nothing of it and carried on as normal. In just one day, he died of respiratory arrest and cerebral hemorrhage. Oh, my God. An event that quickly spurred researchers to examine the snake's venom, which unsurprisingly turned out to be highly toxic. Yeah. Uh, Boomslangs. Of course it is. It's snake venom. (laughs) Boomslangs are rear-fanged, meaning they're equipped with large teeth in the back of their mouths. Consequently, to inject their prey with venom, the snakes have to open their mouths very wide, about 170 degrees. Shit. Uh, what what the snake's venom does to you would not be out of place in a horror movie. It's hemotoxic, which means that it destroys red blood cells, disrupts the clotting process, and causes tissue and organ degeneration. What this unfortunately means is that massive hemorrhages ensue, causing the victim to bleed from the gums, nose, and other orifices. Sometimes like that would be worse if you already have gingivitis. <laughs> sometimes you just be like. No, I can't. <laughs> sometimes That's the body the blood of the, that you're choking on. Oh my god! Sometimes the body of the victim will turn blue because of the widespread internal bleeding. Uh. Adding insult to injury, the process can be extremely slow. Sometimes taking five days for adding, the victim to die of internal bleeding. Adding insult to, in- to injury, if the victim is male, his penis shrinks every day that he suffers. Yeah, thankfully, there's <laughs> and a- there's pictures of it posted online. <laughs> the snake takes. <laughs> Thankfully, there's an anti-venom. So if you're bitten by one of these guys, don't hang about. Oh my god. Happy nightmares. Shit, dude. Like Don't worry, the other two articles are pretty I want two things. One, boom slang has to be like a comic book (laughs) villain's name now. (laughs) Like it's gotta be, dude. Like I don't know, that it, that I don't bite, know what he would do. He makes you ble- he injects you with a poison that makes you bleed to death. I guess, but I feel like there's got to be a way that's like more villainous <laughs> than biting someone and injecting them with poison <laughs> that makes them bleed from every orifice. Like not even the fucking scarecrow does that. She's okay. like, I'm gonna make you he's, scared. He's <laughs> I'm gonna scare. And he's you like, I'm gonna fucking you're bite you and you're gonna bleed out your ass, your eyes, your nose, your mouth, better your ears. Like, oh shit. What if instead of motherfucker in, instead right of there. this guy being like, I just have this poison in me and I'm gonna give it to you with my teeth that are non-human, like. What if he's just like a crazy dude and he like pulls out all his teeth or at least like his, you know, like two teeth or whatever. And he puts tiny syringes in them, like with the needles. Well, yeah, he'd have to bite you. Yeah, with the needles that point down. Yeah. And it's in such a way that when he bites you, like his gums press like the plungers down and inject you with it. Yeah. So that way he just has needles for teeth, like syringes for two teeth. Yeah. And he's immune immune to the the poison. Yeah, because his bottom two... No, wait, that wouldn't work. I was going to say his bottom two have the anti-venom, but then that would get you too. 
He just has anti venom. Just maybe workshop this a little bit. <laughs> he, he has anti venom, and you know whatever. But he's got a beautiful costume. People make fun of him for it. <laughs> hey, like, asshole. Hey, pretty costume. He's got a lot of different co- colored costumes. He's got a costume that looks. And he's like got he really be- pretty eyes. Like <laughs> he looks like. And that's he, how he lures you in. He, his costume looks like he belongs on like a toddler like beauty pageant. <laughs> like it's just colorful and over the top and just like I'm pretty. It just does that, and then if you don't watch his little dance or whatever, he his routine, you. he bites you, and then he just slithers away. <laughs> He's a full-grown man, and he just drops on the floor and just, and just like slithers. Um, okay. Also, there should be a drink called Boom Slang. So we have two more articles. We Set. should make it. It's turpentine and really antifreeze. <laughs> turpentine, antifreeze, and Ebola. And Ebola. <laughs> it makes you bleed from everywhere. <laughs> With a little, with a little splash of cranberry. Yes. Um, so we have two more. You have sex and rock and roll. Your choice. Well, let's move on to the next logical step, which would be rock and roll. Okay. <clears throat> this is from the Hollywood Reporter. This okay. is a bit of a longer article, but I and I haven't read it, but okay. I'm interested to see what happens. Oral sex during turbulence: True tales from the '70s rock star party plane oh of Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, The Rolling Stones, and more. Oh my God! <clears throat> yes, the Starship came equipped with a king-sized waterbed and a 30-foot bar to serve as Deep Purple, The Allman Brothers, and other rock and roll oh greats. Oh my God, that's awesome! Decades before deep-pocketed rock and pop stars embraced the Gulfstream V, there was the Starship, a former United States Boeing 720 refurbished in the early 1970s by T. Heartthrob Bobby Sherman and his manager Bobby Sherman. Yep. Um, as an airborne pl- Bobby, <laughs> Bobby Sherman, <laughs> little known puss hound. Let me reread re- the sentence. Decades before, a deep pocketed and po- uh, deep pocketed rock and pop stars embraced the Gulfstream f- uh, Gulfstream Five. There was the Starship, a former United States Boeing 720 refurbished in the early 1970s by teen heartthrob Bobby Sherman and his manager Ward Sylvester as an airborne pleasure dome. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> the plane plied the skies in the service of, among others, Led Zeppelin, The Rolling Stones, Deep Purple, The Allman Brothers, The Bee Gees, Elton John, Peter Frampton, and Alice Cooper. So basically all yeah. kinds of sex and drugs. And pro- uh, probably, you know what, with Elton John? Probably gay sex. All sorts of gay, gay stuff going on. I, too. I feel like there'd just be all just sex. All manners of sex. All sex. All manners of sex. One of the great artifacts of the coke-flecked, halter-topped, lewd-dropping rock and roll Oh, this guy's a great writer. Jessalette of the 1970s and probable inspiration for Austin Powers' Shagadelic Private 747, the starship brimmed with gaudy, chic delights. There was a bedroom with a king-sized waterbed. Yes. Check. A drawing room with a fake fireplace. <laughs> Check. Nice. A 30-foot brass-trimmed bar with built-in electric organ. <sighs> Check. A prehistoric video system stocked with everything from deep throat to duck soup. Wow. All right. <laughs> and two stewardesses to cater to the velvet trousered minstrels fresh from their Madison Square Garden oh gigs. Oh, my God. No wonder everyone wanted to be a rock star back then. That sounds fucking yeah, great. Dude. A fucking flying gin palace, Zeppelin's road matter, manager Richard Cole called the ship. Da- David Libert, uh, Cooper's road manager, declared it a, quote, rock and roll Air Force One. It's so tacky. <laughs> Mick Jagger was said to have a gasp the first time he stepped aboard and glimpsed the wall-to-wall Vegas. Uh, but Jagger was the exception. Most of Starship's uh, 
Nouveau Riche Rockers thought the plane was the knee plus of ultra decadence and luxury. And for the times, it probably was. A four-engine variant of a Boeing 707 renovated at a cost of, how much do you think this cost back then? Um, Back then, I'm going to go with $50,000. More than that. 100000 Double it. $200,000. The Starship leased for a staggering, how much do you think it leased for per flight hour? Per flight hour? Yes. $10,000. A little less than that. 8000 More or less. You'd actually be surprised. Kind of a steal. 5000 A little less. Really? Yep. Holy shit. Keep going. Four. Less. Jesus. Two? A little more. Okay. 2500 per hour. Holy fuck. And it was a potential symbol of rock and roll. Uh, so $5,000, two-hour flight. Jeez. So if you want to fly across the nation, what's that? Like like $30,000? Yeah. Like six-hour flight? Five, six-hour flight? Yeah. It was definitely a show well, of where you were. If you're in flying your- from like Hawaii to Maine. That'd, that'd be different. <laughs> it was definitely a show of where you were in your career, says the now 65-year-old Frampton, whose management leased the plane during his white-hot superstardom tour behind the unstoppable Frampton Comes Alive. It was a statement of how well you were doing. Whoopee! We must be big. We got the starship. <laughs> Led Zeppelin was the first to lease the plane in 1973. After a white-knuckle flight from Oakland, California to Los Angeles and a tiny Falcon 20, business jet, terrorized the, uh, business jet terrorized the entourage. At the time, Led Zeppelin suffered from almost surreal bad press. Rolling Stone suggested the band change its name to <laughs> Limp Blimp. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, we are Limp Blimp. <laughs> and, and this song's called White Cat. <laughs> They're just the opposite, complete opposite. opposite. They're like bizarro yeah. version of Led Zeppelin. <laughs> it says, uh, "This is this is just a little hate, <laughs> just a little a hate. hate." This is called Elevator to Hell. <laughs> this is called. <laughs> <laughs> Lip blimp, Lip blimp. Um, and it was thought that the starship might earn the group some respect. It was an extremely useful tool because inviting a journalist onto the plane, the story kind of wrote itself, says Danny Goldberg, Led Zeppelin's publicist for the tour, who had been hired to gin up a, pos- or to gin up a positive uh, coverage. The novelty value was significant. Zeppelin became in- undeniably associated with the starship when the band po- opposed with the plane in Bob Grushin's iconic 1973 picture. Um, oh, portrait. The picture of Gruen tells Billboard sums up the excess and decadence of the seventies. The fact that there are these guys who don't even have a button in their shir- <laughs> don't even have to button their shirts, and they have their own plane. <laughs> oh my god! Heaven. Uh, the photo was Not limp, 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 limp takes the bus. <laughs> the, bu- <laughs> the public bus. <laughs> we photo- took the bus from the streets of Los Angeles all <laughs> all the way to Maine. We did. The photo has been a touchstone for rock the, and roll aspirants. The driver ever since. wasn't very happy. <laughs> I had to pull over to take a tinkle. (laughs) Keyboardist David Bryan of Bon Jovi and many other musicians told me that when they saw that picture, that's what they wanted. Oh, my God. Uh, Cooper's manager, Shep Gordon, um, spent years honing the band's image. People were actually named Shep? Yeah. That's weird. Uh, They spent years. Is that uh, a nickname? No. It's his name. At least it says here. doesn't say Shep Jessica Gordon or something like that. (laughs) That's weird, dude. Um spent years honing the band's image as um, moneyed rock princelings. This guy has some great writing skills, especially when they weren't. 
and hired the Starship for the second leg of the band's Billion Dollar Babies tour in 1973. Shep wanted Alice to be bigger than life, and Alice was the absolute pinnacle of his career at that moment, uh, said Libert. Uh, the United States was in the midst of crippling gasoline shortage. Libert had to bribe service stations to fuel the tour's trucks, but the Starship with its four gas-guzzling Pratt & Whitney engines, flew on. While leased to Cooper, the tail was painted with snakes twisted into gigantic dollar signs. Oh. Libert shrugs at the ostentation. The fact there was a fuel shortage and we were flying this plane we thought was a cool thing. It fit with uh, Alex, Alice's extravagant image. So what was life like aboard the Starship? You may ask yourself. The first time the Almond Brothers boarded, they were greeted with "Welcome, Almond Brothers," rendered in lines of cocaine on the club room <laughs> bar. <laughs> Holy shit! Zeppelin's Robert Plant once commented that his favorite memory of the plane was "quote oral sex during turbulence." Oh my God. And Goldberg says the band's fearsome manager Peter Grant would disappear with girls in tow to the aft bedroom and not reappear until the end of the flight. Oh my God! It was pretty much a party palace, says Frampton. We drive in, we, we drive, uh, we drive right onto the runway. Just a long stream of black limos jump out and get on. Frampton dimly recalls crashing in the master suite and route, but may, but quote mainly we propped up the part of the bar pretty well. The foil uh, uh, customs to foil customs inspector who boarded with drug-sniffing dogs. Oh, my God. Frampton says the entourage's contraband was stashed in, quote, the dirty stage clothes bag. So that, <laughs> our attempt, so that was our attempt at stealth. Yeah. Uh, while the... Co- while the comport- I'm sorry. This is a crazy, crazy words. While the comportment of rock stars on the road in 2015 is, is hardly uh, circumspect, the deepening sexual revolution of the early 70s allowed for a freewheeling carnality. That's what gets hot. Oh. On the Cooper tour, Libert used the plane's PA to announce the daily, quote, ball scores, (laughs) a a name-naming account of the previous evening's sexual indiscretions. Oh, my God. Libert says Cooper warned him one morning after, I do not want to be in your goddamn ball scores. I better not hear my name. So Libert announced the high for the night was, I'm afraid I can't mention that person's name, then added, I'll give you a hint, though. He's a very big star. (laughs) (laughs) Despite the heedless indulgences, uh, the wife of an Atlantic Records executive recalls Zeppelin manager Grant brandishing a handgun on a flight to Pittsburgh while the entourage hovered <laughs> cocaine. The starship came to symbolize the isolation that rock stars in the 1970s embraced as they saw less and less of everyday life. Danny Marcus, a former Atlantic uh, Records executive, marveled that after a Zeppelin concert in Minneapolis with the audience thundering for more, the band had already been whisked aboard the starship. I'm being uh, served lobster uh, themidor as we're going down the runway and the audience is building in, in, is, in the building is waiting for the encore. <laughs> On tour with the Almond Brothers, a group recalls a band member he can't remember which one I'm sure he can but he's not gonna say yeah. walked out of the hotel in his bathrobe he was getting into the limo which was going to stop at the steps of the plane where he could walk onto the plane and go back to the bedroom and go back to sleep <laughs> everyone was kind of awestruck by the plane at first but nobody ever wanted to make it look like they were awestruck so in very short order everybody assumed the posture they took it all for granted this is how I go to work. The Starship's punishing uh, economics and four thirsty engines put an end to its reign after only four years. <sighs> Framden was the last to charter it. It was headed for the scrap heap, he says. 
We were the last to use it before it was decommissioned. The plane bounced among owners before it was broken up for parts in 1982. No, Greg Allman later lamented that the suffocating atmosphere around the Allman brothers during their starship flying days, uh, everything was over the top, uncalled for, and just flat out unnecessary. And we had a guy whose job it was to open limo doors for us, he wrote in his 2012 memoir. When the Allman brothers got that goddamn plane, it was the beginning of the end. Oh, dude. It's a shame that thing no longer exists. It's a shame that fucking like why didn't they turn that into like a museum, like no a rock rocks, and roll museum? There's no rock stars anymore. There isn't, dude. I'm sorry. I okay. I like Kanye West music, but when he goes on, when he goes out there and said, "I'm the biggest rock star on the planet right now," I'm like, dude, you're not a rock star. Well, here's the thing. You're a, you're a, you're a pop idol. I'll give you that. I'll give I'll give yeah. you that credit. But you're not a rock star. He's not a rock star now. Rock stars don't exist anymore. Well, here's here's the thing. You, you when you talk about rock star, you have two things that you have to kind of like define one is if you're using the term literally like saying you are a star of the genre of music known as rock and roll or if you mean it more in the just kind of loose sense of like you're a fucking rock star you know what i mean i would say someone would try to argue and kanye himself would try to argue that oh he means like you know i'm a fucking rock star and that's fine. You can try to argue that. I think he'd be wrong, but he can try to argue that. And that's the thing. There's no rock stars like that anymore. Not Just anymore. like you're saying, like all the, except for one. Oh, there's another article I have. Oh my god. From metalinjection.net. Yeah. Japan's lady baby features neither a lady nor a baby as its front man. What? A few weeks ago, our videographer Frank Huang traveled to Japan and captured what? a set of music from Ladybeard, one of the most bizarre acts we've ever seen. Ladybeard is an Australian crossdress who combines singing and pro wrestling and some death metal vocals to create his stage show. He is originally hold, hold from on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> singing, pro wrestling, and death metal vocals. And death metal vocals. He's originally from Australia. His um, name's Ladybeard. Ladybeard. Uh, and has been singing a kawaii core and looking, and quote, looking as pretty as possible for over five years. And right now, he's having a moment. You see, Ladybeard has teamed up with two young girls from an, uh, to form a new band, Lady Baby. Clearly, in response to the baby metal boom. And the band just released their first single, Japan, Japan Manju, which is basically a J pop meets death metal song about Japanese commercialism. Oh, it kind of rocks. Interestingly, Forbes reports that costume company Clearstone is funding the group in exchange for wearing their costumes, which are for sale. So this guy is basically a marketing genius. Oh my god, hold on. The full-length album is expected on July 29th. Wow, we thought Baby Maid, the Baby Maid, the all-female group dressed in maid outfits was out there, but Lady Baby currently takes the cake. Do you want to see what these guys look like? Yes. This is Lady Baby. What the f- <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I need to listen to. Okay, hold uh, on. they have. I have a song right here, ready to go. You ready? You want to hear yes. it? You want to hear a clip of the song? All right, here it is. Allow me to play it if it'll play for me. Hold on, there it goes.
All right. <laughs> you get the gist. Um, cause I don't want to, I don't want to play the whole song, but, um, yeah, that's, that's lady baby. What do you think? Should, should we describe to these, to the people at home, what you're seeing now? You would think if this person says, Oh, I'm a cross dresser, you would think maybe they try to look feminine, right? What does this man look like? What is he dressed like? <laughs> what does he look like? For those of you that have seen Ian and I, I know <laughs> what we look like. Imagine if one day we got up and said, I'm going to wear a dress today and put my hair in pigtails. Imagine if Khal Drago decided yes, to put Jason Moa. And, and, and remove the, the eyeliner. Though, yes. That, no, but like, he's not like, oh, makeup and this and that. And like, you know, like, oh, let's try to be. No, he's just like, I'm a dude and I wear ladies clothes and I, and I dress like a lady and that's <laughs> it. And he's Australian. Yes. And he's singing in Japanese. Yes. In a death metal style. Yes. To J-pop style music, <laughs> yes, with two Japanese girls. Yep, who I'm just gonna throw this out there look a bit older than the girls in baby metal. So it's true, they do. Just throwing that out there for you people. Um, uh, and he's, he's singing in Japanese, <laughs> and he's walking around. The whole video but looks I'm, like it's shot. Like he's yeah. holding like a selfie stick. Like shooting himself, and he's just walking around dressed like that in public, <laughs> screaming at the camera, which I'm sure already is like, "Hey, look at me!" And then he's dressed the way he is, so you see people like as he walks by, people like behind him are just turning, like, "What the fuck was that? <laughs> what the fuck did I just see?" So, but you guys didn't see this, but Chewie's smile the entire time as he watched this, he was like, like awestruck, but like, "This is amazing! Look at it!" Oh God, it's rid- okay. It's ridiculous, dude. Yes. Um, I I need more of that in my life. <laughs> I I was trying to like look on iTunes to be like, it's not out ba- yet. I, I know it's not out yet. I was thinking maybe the single or something like that, you know? No, not yet. It's not out yet. So I searched Lady Baby though. And <laughs> I just looked down on my iPad. <laughs> yes. There's a book available <laughs> called <laughs> Busty Huge Cock Lady Boy Encounter. <laughs> By Erica Savage, <laughs> Eric, <laughs> and it's uh, it's, I'm I'm gonna see if I can read a little sample of it here and get a sample going here. <laughs> oh my God, this is this. Go ahead, look, look at this. Can't see it. Hold on, let's see. I see it. I see it. I see it. Come on, give me the sample. <clears throat> it doesn't want me to read a sample. Apparently, well, it's okay. But that exists because we have one more article. Sex. I was all ready to be like. Like, oh, let's let's talk more about like the fucking starship and nope. just like <laughs> no need after that. That's a real fucking rock. If Limp anybody blimp. deserves a starship, it's those three. Limp blimp and all that. <laughs> Limp blimp. Dude. Well, like Limp Blimp I wish we would have gone off earlier on like the other founding fathers. Well, we kinda did, like Captain America, <laughs> <laughs> Superman. <laughs> John Wilkes, yes, <laughs> Jesse Ventura. <laughs> oh man, today's just full of like alternate people. So, let me pose you a situation, too. <sighs> okay, yes. Imagine because we haven't we talked about the two articles. One more I have to go. Imagine you're relaxing on a beach and something lands on your head. There's three choices here. Is it a the spray off the ocean? B seagull poop. Or C, glitter jizz from a giant penis. <laughs> I, I mean, normally I would think seagull poop, but I feel... If you answered C, 
Yeah. Then you have been the victim of Philip, the 19-year-old college student terrorizing Norway, Norway, dresses a giant schlong, and jizzing glitter on unsuspecting strangers. Terrorizing. Would you like to see a gif of it? Yes. Let me see if I can get it for you. Yep, there it is. There it is. Show me. This is the giant <laughs> dick. As a representative of the human race, let me just say that no one wants a surprise spray of spooge or glitter for that matter, but Philip is doing it for a good cause. The giant penis jizzing campaign is actually part of a PSA to remind young people to use condoms. According to the mirror, the program is using the tagline Tis can oversight, which means the penis can surprise you. <laughs> the penis can, can surprise, surprise you. you. This is, uh, so here's another one. I'll wait for it. Here you go. You're going to miss it if you don't look. Okay. There's <laughs> a couple sitting on a bench, and he just walks up behind him. And the guy's like, what the fuck? Golden glitter is pretty much an STD. Once you get it on you, you can never get rid of it. And you most likely got it from a stripper. As reported by The Telegraph, the program is intended to appeal to the 16 to 25-year-old market who are, quote, too silly young and stupid in parentheses to be swayed by statistics, but just silly enough to pay attention to one of their peers running around town in a giant dong costume. It's certainly hard to ignore. There's one more. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> People get like frightened by it. <laughs> if you, Oh my God. Be on the lookout. He could be coming for you next. There's actually a video of him too. We could watch. Do you think he's taking the show on the road? Oh, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I finally got that sample. Of All right. Book. Speaking of cocks, busty, huge cock lady boy encounter. Let's read a sample. Look, I see look it. Look at the bulge. I see it. Let's oh let's 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 take okay. our audience out this week with some fiction. Sample. A sample of some erotica. Go ahead. Chapter one: The honeymoon. The following is an account of what happened when my life. <laughs> When my wife and I went on a delayed honeymoon to Thailand a year ago. Uh, of course they went there. My wife Christy is a twenty seven year old gorgeous brunette with the complete with the complete package. She has slick she has <laughs> slim hips, an incredible ass, a large and and large beautiful breasts. I have no idea how I landed her because I'm an average-looking guy, but our personalities clicked immediately, and I think that was the that's that's what was closed. Uh, that was what closed the deal. I'm a manager at a small manufacturing company, and she works as as a receptionist at a telecommunications firm. Because of her looks, Christy also did a lot of modeling on the side. Gripping first paragraph. Okay, I can't put the book down. <laughs> Obviously, it's so engaging. <laughs> the wordsmanship. Oh, man. Let's see. Should I read more? Yes. We were busy after the wedding, so we had to delay the honeymoon for six months. Aww. There were a lot of destinations from which to choose. But we thought, where can we get lady boys the cheapest? <laughs> the low Thailand. cost of vacationing in Thailand, combined with the scenic beaches and lush rainforests, were some of the primary factors which entered into our financial into our final decision. After the long flight, we finally arrived in Bangkok. Hmm. <laughs> uh, we were pretty exhausted from the flight, and we were looking forward to resting up to re-energize ourselves for our exotic vacation. After clearing customs, we took a long two-and-a-half-hour shuttle bus ride uh, to our hotel in the coastal city of Pattaya. Upon arrival, we checked in for a long night of sleep. 
The next day, we ate breakfast at the hotel and then boarded the minibus to the nearby rainforest for two days of hiking, ziplining through the canopy, and photographing the monkeys and other wildlife. I won't go into detail about the rainforest trip because what followed during the the next few days is what the story is all about. We did have a great time in the rainforest, though. Christy is afraid of heights, but she summoned the courage to zip line through the rainforest canopy. Her huge tits looked even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> when the straps were tightened against her chest. While hiking through the rainforest, we were, <laughs> we were isolated by ourselves and took the opportunity to have a quick jungle fuck. <laughs> <laughs> The Anthony Chew story. <laughs> a quick Actually, jungle fuck. The Matt Price story. <laughs> <laughs> a quick jungle fuck. The Matt Price story. I unbuttoned her shirt, exposing her big tits as she pulled my hard cock from my shorts. I looked down at her tits glistening with sweat. I pushed up against <laughs> I pushed her up against a tree while she pulled her shorts down. I slid her thong panties to the side and entered her moist pussy. <laughs> There There's some. nothing that most ladies I know love having, having their, their vagina called than both the words moist and the words pussy. <laughs> there was something about being out in the open and watching my wife's tits shimmering in the sun. <laughs> we fucked like monkeys until I pumped a big <laughs> load of cum inside of her. God, this guy doesn't have any like subtlety at all. <laughs> Before rejoining the group, we told them we got a little lost, but I think some of the other people knew better based on the fact that we we're both drenched in sweat. That's a sample from chapter oh, one. Oh, can you get the ladyboy part? I can read the sample from chapter two. Oh, yeah, do it. Do they have a good sample from, fuck that. Do they have a sample of chapter three or beyond that? No. It's just a sample of chapter one and chapter two. Either that or chapter one and two are short. And that's read, the the, read the sample of chapter two. Finish Cha- it off. Chapter two, how we got into swinging. I guess I should take this opportunity to mention that Christy and I have been doing a little A little bit of quote swinging in the past. Before we were married, we got invited to a swingers party, and we hesitantly accepted the invitation. We had never done anything like that before, but we knew that it was coming. It was becoming more common. Before arriving at the party house, we agreed that we would only get with another person if we both found someone that we were attracted to. Of course, Christy was swamped the moment she walked in. After 15 minutes, she excitedly came to me and says she found a guy that she was ready to fuck if I could find someone. <laughs> 15 minutes, huh? <laughs> well, that's right. that easy. Yeah. About five minutes later, an attractive Latin female caught my eye. She uh, couldn't have weighed more than 95 pounds and had a tight little body. I spoke a little Spanish, and that was uh, the perfect icebreaker. She was so hot, and I was j- getting hard just talking with her. <laughs> Surprisingly, she asked me, do you want to fuck me? Wait. Do you want to fuck me? There you go. I'll say it like that. (laughs) Um, I almost dropped my drink at that moment. I located Chrissy and found her already kissing the guy while he groped her tits. Damn, she was really getting into this. I told her I found a woman and she smiled broadly and said, that's great. As she (laughs) she led her new quote friend by the hand into a bedroom. And that is the sample fuck i was hoping this girl that, that he met is the lady boy i don't know now we'll lady. never know how much does this book cost i need to find out <laughs> 
Do you really want to know how much it is? Yes. Okay. Tell our audience who wants the to find out about the Lady Boy. It's $1.99. Oh, what a steal. It's available on iBooks. Oh, <laughs> as a great CGI cover it's that you wouldn't even believe. It's called Huge Cock Lady Boy Encounter by Erica Savage, uh, Wicked Press Erotica. Nice. Well, yeah. boys and girls, we, we did some reading tonight. We learned a lot of things tonight. We learned about... About how, how I get this thing off my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> we learned about how stupid we could be as Americans, and we learned about you know the the dangers of the world, the dolphins and the snakes that are out to murder and kill us. We learned about rock and roll sex planes and awesome lady beard metal people. But in the end, we're all just one shimmering, gleaming, fucking jizz penis of glitter away from being in a tranny love nest. And fuck, this world's scary sometimes. Be safe. <laughs> I'm chewing. And I'm Ian. All praise be unto the Dark Lord Kramdar. Save us, Jesus Christ, from our sins. Keep that face because we want to see it at Comic-Con. Yes, we're going to be at Comic-Con International. We're probably there right now if you're yeah. there. Come you're find us. us. Come Tweet find at us. us. Tweet at us. Find we'll us. be there. We'll be at the luxurious Motel, Motel 6. 6. Oh, yeah. So any ladies, I'm just throwing this out there. Ladies, you got, th- we're joined by our, not in this episode, but we're joined by our good friend. Adam and, and Co. Yeah, we're, we're, we're uh, three wild and crazy dudes. Guys, but yes. not as crazy as Erica Savage. No. Just I'm I'm gonna throw that out there. Nothing wrong with that. Just I'm not that I'm not gonna zip line through anybody's jungle canopy. You know, just you know let's 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 make sure that's let's put this way. He'll zip line through it if there's no trees. If there's one large tree there, he's not interested. You know, if it's some bushes. <laughs> bushes, no trees. Bushes, no trees. So yes, look for us in San Diego and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.